Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Eight o'clock hour on a football Friday here on DFW Sports Station. Got the entire crew here. Sean Sharif, RJ Choppy, Cowboys insider Bobby Belt, along with Pepe and Ryan in the back. So, got some... Cowboy finalists awards nominations yesterday. NFL honors are going to be on February 8th. Cowboys finalists who got nominated. Dak Prescott for MVP. Offensive player of the year, Dak Prescott and C.D. Lamb. Defensive player of the year, candidates, Deron Bland and Micah Parsons. Other finalists for MVP, Lamar, Josh Allen, McCaffrey, Brock Purdy. Offensive Player of the Year finalists besides Dak, Lamar, Tyreek Hill, CMC, and then Defensive Player of the Year finalists, Max Crosby, Miles Garrett, and TJ Watt. How do you guys think the MVP voting will go for numbers two and three after Lamar? Will it be Purdy, Dak, Dak Purdy, or McCaffrey thrown in there? I don't know that McCaffrey's going to get I don't think McCaffrey should over Tyreek. Okay. Um, I think it'll be I think it'll be Purdy or Allen second. Wait, do we know exact like the exact date this was voted on? No, I don't. It has to be done before the end of the regular season, right? That's what I'm not sure of. Like, like it would clearly the the playoff game wouldn't have any impact, but I just wonder how much like Dak's close to the season potentially impacted. I'm gonna guess it goes Lamar, Allen, Dak. Mm. Allen, yeah. Because I think people are going to say, like, look how impressive like, he shouldered them down the street. Like, if the, kick, like the, kick, the end of kick. season votes, I think, probably gave him a big boost. Okay. I agree. I think Allen is second. Uh, the, the question for third is going to be Dak or Purdy. Okay. So, with everyone basically against giving Dak an extension, giving him a raise, playoff choker, run him out of town, do the Falcons deal that Jeff Saturday suggested. I had said a couple weeks ago, I can't remember – an MVP-type season being so disrespected. That's the main reason why I want to give Dak his extension and give him his increase. Yes, we have a humongous playoff question, but how many other quarterbacks are capable of giving you that season? And, Choppy, you went and did some extra homework about MVP disrespect. Yeah, and, like, if you look at it throughout— And tell tell me where my thinking, y'all, Tolos, is flawed in that. Now, I tried to throw a flaw in there myself the other day by saying this year with a lot of the numbers, even though Bobby went extra nerd level on me, of course, to defend his boy, but with the counting numbers, this year is basically the same as two years ago. Touchdowns, 
interceptions, yardage, blah, blah. It, was it just that Dak is going to finish top three in MVP voting this year because the candidates and the nominees were watered down? This was a watered-down MVP season, and it was a watered-down Heisman season, we kept saying, throughout the football year. Yeah, a little bit. A little bit it was. Um, so I went and looked. At, and I'm like, how could you not win the third guy for MVP to get extended? Yeah. How can we do that? That doesn't sound right to me. That doesn't make sense on the surface. On the surface. Then you go back and you look, and it's like, all right, so – other guys who kind of made uh, drive-by, because if you've never made it before, I call it a drive-by. It's a drive-by MVP season. Right. It's a career year, which, I mean, you could say Dak's had a few career years because I think he's he's done. There may have been seasons where I think you can make the case. I think in 2016, you can make the case that he should have gotten some MVP votes in 2016. Yeah. I, I mean, did, he may have. Like, I think he may have gotten a couple. Not right. from Nick Eatman, I'm sure. Definitely not from Nick Eatman. Rookies can't win it. <laughs> Love you, Nick. But if you go back to the 2016 season, uh, let's see, Zeke, he got one vote. Zeke got six votes. Yep. Uh, Zeke finished fourth in MVP voting in 2016. Dak finished sixth. So I went back and looked at other quarterbacks who kind of had drive-by MVP seasons. Let's go back to last year. Jalen Hurts finished second. All right? Mm-hmm. That was it. He kind, of, he kind of came there, and he went. Mm-hmm. He went. In 2017, Carson Wentz finished third. In 2016, Derek Carr finished third. Matt Ryan won. That was kind of Matt Ryan's drive-by. He had he had another year where he came kind of close. But in 2015, Cam Newton won. That was kind of his drive-by year. Carson Palmer finished third. Philip Rivers finished third in 09. I think he's the best one on the list, or one of them. Chad Pennington finished second in 2008. Mm. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Okay. Michael Vick finished second in 04. Rich Gannon won in 02. Steve McNair finished third. Yeah. Jim Harbaugh finished fourth in 96. Fourth? Fourth. Wow. So there's plenty of examples of quarterbacks having a rise up year. Yeah. Finishing in the top three and then just kind of, it's a career year. There's nothing wrong with having, having a career is not a, not a shot. I mean, everybody has a career year. Every quarterback in history has had a career year. 
some career years are better than others. Some are yeah. more sustainable. But, I mean, every quarterback's had a career year. So, basically, I'm trying to say how could you not give a top-tier MVP candidate his extension? And you're saying, is this a sign of consistency moving forward or his career year? How do we know that this is going to happen again? And I think it's, you know, yeah, it's a fair question. Because, like, generally, you know, in the history of the list, let's go back to the last 20 years, you basically saw – you know, Rodgers pop up a lot. You saw Manning pop up a lot even when they didn't win. You saw Brady pop up a lot. Mahomes always is in it. Uh, now, he's not going to be this year, but you could probably make the case that he could be or should be because of the fact that he has no receivers. But generally, the guys you see that don't appear on this list every year, like we don't see Stafford on this thing really ever. Like He barely ever, he pops up once, right? They win the Super Bowl, and then he kind of goes back. And that's kind of the question is, is this the new norm or is this the uh, abnormal? I I think we're closer to the norm. Um, He threw 37 touchdowns in 2021, this year 36. He threw 10 picks uh, two years ago. He threw nine this year. He's going to throw 30 or more touchdowns a season, in my opinion. Will the picks probably go up a little bit after he threw 15 last year? Yeah, probably. But he's going to put up numbers. He's going to put up big-time numbers. I think, I feel almost 100% about saying that, the question is going to be, can he ever put up those types of numbers against superior teams, above 500 teams, and playoff teams? Yeah, here's the only thing about when I I hear those drive-by MVP candidates or whatever, like... I feel like there's context around those that... Because Wentz and Carr are really like the ones that jump out. I got fooled and burned by Wentz. It's my only wrong quarterback take in the history of this show. Uh, Derek Carr can be thrown into that mix. And you're asking, does Dak belong more in that category or the perennial mix? Yeah, and here's the thing. Like, when we talk about Derek Carr, Jalen Hurts, Carson Wentz, like, what do all of them have in common? Is that they did it on... They were still on their rookie deals. Like, they were... First couple years, the idea... In a lot of instances, is like, did the league adjust to Jalen Hurts? Did, you know, the injury uh, when, when Derek Carr broke his leg, did that rob him of anything? When you get Carson Wentz, who, okay, Lee kind of figured out a beat on him. There's questions about his mental toughness. Like, Dak is having this peak at the time where quarterbacks tend to have the peak. Like, like quarterbacks peak at around 30, yeah. have their, their prime there for a few years. Like, this is when he should be playing his best. It is. The, the odd thing would be is for this to be really the first time that he pops. Like what do that, you mean? Like, the, this isn't the first time that he popped. Well, yeah, yeah, because it's really the first time he appeared on the, the first time he appeared on the top four but like, five. But, like, this is what? I think this is the fifth. But that doesn't mean anything to me. What I, what, you, I think we got to take into account the watered-down aspect. Like, we kept saying that. I think he's up there. Not because he popped. I think he's up there because it was a weak list this year of candidates. Uh, a couple of years ago, when he had the same numbers, basically, the one, two, three, and MVP were Rodgers, Brady, and Cooper Cup. We kept saying, okay, Lamar's going to win it, but it doesn't feel like Lamar had like an all-time great special year. No, it does not. So doesn't that make it more difficult for him to find his way back? Because Yeah, it, it, yeah that, that's my argument against it. That's my argument against Dak is that he's only up there because yeah. it was a weaker collection. Right. So if it was a That's weak- my counterpoint to myself. Yeah, so <laughs> <laughs> because if that's the case, and then you you would side on the stance that he may not ever make it back here, and if that's the case, why would you sign him? 
We did surprise you to learn that like he's finished in the top five in QBR just as many times as Mahomes has. Would it surprise me? Uh, no, it wouldn't surprise me because he is. I mean, he's got a very well, high floor. Mahomes is one, and Dak is five. No, no, no. Actually, <laughs> actually, doing that. No, no. Like, <laughs> like to be honest, actually, in fact, if you want to, I said top five because I didn't want it to be a technicality. If you said top four, Dak has done it more times than Mahomes, and so I, I mean, Dak has been. I understand the questions about him as a playoff performer. I understand the does the moment get too big? Does it rattle him? How does he play whenever the you know the the top tier defenses are going up against him, whatever else. I, I understand all those questions and they're fair and they're valid at this point. But we can't because of that in a paste apply to him that he's just he this is completely unique. He's different. He stepped up this year, but but I don't think it's like a thing where it's like this is a complete like outlier to how he's played for his entire career because it's not like he has put up similarly impressive numbers that if you look at it it it's only improved in my opinion like the age 30 season here has only been above the rest of his career in the way that a normal career trajectory would have hit in your prime with this qbr he had this year he's topped that qbr twice in his career he basically had the same thing in 2019 um, and he's had, so his QBR this year was a 73, let's call it 72.7. He had a 73 in 2020. He had a 71.9 in 19. He had a 70 in 2017 and his rookie year had a 77.6. So if you believe in QBR, this is not fluky at all. If you believe in it, yeah, it's no, actually, it's, it, it's, no, it's, he's had a, he had a great, he had a really good year, like a great year. It's, it's not fluky from the standpoint of like, he's never done it before. Okay. But his, I mean, everything you throw in there. From all the metrics, DVOA, efficiencies, the you know, adjusted net yards per attempt, they were very, very high. Now, DVOA one, but his adjusted net yards per attempt very high. His CPOE was tremendous this year, although it's not his best. It's his, not his best. His, his adjusted net yards per attempt, though, I, I mean, you're looking at that was... I think a couple years ago was better. Um, this was the... Actually, this was the fifth highest number of his career. I mean, he's had four seasons yeah. of his adjusted net yards per attempt being higher. Uh, Trevor.com text line blowing up, as you would expect, 877-881-1053. Chris Canty, former Cowboy, is talking about how some of the family drama we covered on Monday with all the brothers and the mothers talking about uh, the Cowboys and everything else, how some of that could affect number four. I think that means that there are a lot more questions in Dallas that have to be answered in the way of leadership. And I don't know how that gets better with Mike McCarthy going into the season as a lame duck coach, especially when you consider the offseason that the Dallas Cowboys have to have when you're going to pay Micah Parsons, C.D. Lamb, and Dak Prescott at the top of their positions. I mean, Dak might be the highest paid player in NFL history. So I, I guess when I'm looking at this situation, knowing how much swing those players are going to have once we start talking about the contracts that Jerry's going to have to dole out, mm -hmm. I think the noise is only going to get louder. Their, 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 fam their, their families, those conversations that they're having in private, that stuff is bubbling up to the surface now on social media, and I don't know how those players walk that back, and so I only think that it's going to breed more tension as we move forward in Dallas. Okay. I mean, it's easy to walk it back. Hopefully, CeeDee Lamb has addressed it already with Dak. Uh, Mike already said my brother doesn't speak for yeah. me. When do they talk about this topic? How, how many days? I would, I would hope the day of. No, no, no. When did the Canty and them? Didn't you yesterday. Grab, yesterday. Yeah. Man. As it's, two Jaylen, weeks, it's two weeks later. As Jalen Rose tweeted a couple weeks ago, former ESPN employee, he basically told the four-letter, try to get creative. Don't be lazy. And just put up America's team in the star every single damn day. Try to actually, try to actually be creative. Let those juices flow. 
Jalen Rose calling out his former employer. Which is which is fair. It does sound a little bit like sour grapes from him, given that he comes from like Fab Five era and like all the attention and like big branding. Like he's he's benefited from that. What I think is funny here is anything Canty has to say about the Cowboys, I always grain of salt. Because Why? he like, do you do you remember when he rock salt here? or table salt? Uh, either yeah, right. sea salt, Himalayan sea salt, sea salt. Yeah, uh, the the he had one of the most bitter exits of any player that's ever left here. He as soon as he left to the Giants, he immediately started talking in the press about how Romo can't get it done and how it's just not professional in Dallas. It's professional in New York. Years after leaving, he's years down the road. He's in Baltimore. He's still talking trash about Romo consistently in the press. He's just bitter. We're going to tell you how you can hang out with the World Series champs today and this weekend. We'll tell you how to meet up with them next on The Fan. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 